up, everybody? Welcome to the Base Parlor Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, and today our special guest is an amazing singer-songwriter, now out of L.A. Um, we'll get into where she's from originally, but uh, Miss Lena Cooper. Lena, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Like I said before, I'm glad you could join us here. I'm glad I could join you, too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you're, you're living in L.A. now, right? Yes. Okay, yes. and you moved from Boston because I saw that you that you uh, went to Berkeley College of Music. Yes, I moved uh, to LA from Boston uh, last September, so a little over a year ago. Okay, okay. So how you how you liking the LA scene right now? Uh well, you know, first of all, it's definitely looking better <laughs> than it was when I just moved here because it was like right, like it was like the worst COVID time when we moved. Right. It was, you know, everything was shut down, no performances, like no restaurants were open, like everything was shut down. It was really bad. It was like really difficult to find a job and everything. But now it's finally, you know, everything's opening up, you know, you can finally go, you know, like see live music and uh you know just like go out with your friends and do all these things and perform and go to studios and have co-writing sessions so now it's definitely way better and it's like it's the LA that I've heard of before I moved here right so right yeah 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 so starting to open it back up and then you're getting back into the to real LA the reason you moved out there to begin with yep yeah, that's a good thing. So, you know, listen to uh, some of your songs, a uh, fantasy. I like that. I like that a lot. But like <laughs> one of my favorite songs of yours is, is Ethereal. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that song. I love that song a lot. Oh, and, thank you. Yeah, now it's really tight. And one thing I like about it is like the lyrics. You can tell that you're a songwriter, you know, the, the uh, you're a musician as well. I think you play guitar, correct? Yeah, guitar and piano, but like I mostly play guitar mostly on like performances guitar. or when I write songs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm a, I'm a person who loves lyrics. So the lyrics are good. They're like really catchy. Have really catchy hooks, especially. But it goes really Thank good you. with the music. Did you have a? Where did that come from? Did you come from like a music background? Was your family into music? How'd you? How'd you get into music to begin with? Uh, my family were are they're they're so far from entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, have nothing to do with entertainment. My mom is more like uh, she's been working in journalism her whole life. And my dad uh, was working like, you know, different different fields. But it was mostly like, you know, like the coal industry where like he was like a professor in history and school and stuff like that. So like nothing that has nothing, nothing (laughs) in music at all. Right. But I. I kind of, I feel like I just grew up, so I'm originally from Ukraine, like I was born in Ukraine, and then I moved to Boston to go to Berkeley, but uh, I just remember growing up listening to a bunch of music, and like watching MTV, and being like, oh my god, I want to do what these people do, that's insane, and I was always a fan of specifically like western music, so like American, or even like British, or you know, European, but not as much, uh, not Ukrainian, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I kind of fell in love with it, and I remember just like one, you know, I really wanted to start learning how to play an instrument, so I kind of like, I I, I begged my parents to get me a guitar and start taking guitar lessons. So I started doing that. And I was doing classical music for okay. like up until I moved to Berkeley. I was like studying classical music. But in my free time, I would just like write songs. And I was writing songs just for fun. 
Like it wasn't something that like, it was like a task and assignment, like homework. It was just for me. I was like writing songs ever since I was nine. They were terrible, but I still kept on writing them. Right. And then, you know, like they got better and better in time. And uh, yeah, I guess I just, I just fell in love with music when I was a kid. And I kind of knew that this is what I wanted to do ever since. Okay. Okay. And were, were your parents uh, receptive to that? No, coming from a completely different background than entertainment and the arts. So how do they feel about that? Oh, well, they definitely were supportive. At first they were like, oh, that's just another hobby. And then they were like, oh, she's kind of serious about it. Okay. <laughs> right. um, and uh, they don't really understand what I do. They don't like when I tell them, I'm like, oh, I'm a songwriter. And they're like, what does that mean? Like, do you just like write a song and send it off to people? And I'm like, no, not really. Like I, you know, like I co-write with people, with artists or with other songwriters. And then we like, we can write for pitch. We can write for sing. We can just like write and like send it off to someone. Or I just write for myself where, you know, there's like so many things that you do and like, they don't understand what a publishing deal is. They don't understand what a sync deal is. So they just kind of like, she does music. <laughs> she does something and music. Right. You know? uh, but they were very supportive of me ever since yeah. I started doing it. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. You coming from, you know, come from the Ukraine and uh, studying classical to, you know, move into Boston and then do more, you know, pop alternative that like on that end, on that scale. Um, yeah. Um, how was that, that transition? Cause it seems like it would be a, culturally, it seems like it'd be a shock culture. Then also like music genre wise, it seemed like it would be a transition with that too. How, how'd that go? Uh, oh, well, honestly, that was one of the most difficult things for me. Cause like at Berkeley, it's, it is mostly like contemporary music and it's a lot of jazz and, you know, jazz is mostly about like improv and, you know, just like, you kind of, you just, you know, you just jam, you know, and do that stuff. And right. for me, it was like, well, what do you mean? You're not reading music? Like, what? You yeah. don't have the notes written out and you don't <laughs> like learn it before you play it. So when I was getting into Berkeley, there's like, there's multiple things that you have to do at the audition. You know, there's like a piece that you have to play that you've prepared. Then you have to do some like ear training exercises for them to see like, if you can actually like hear music, then, you know, like some rhythmic exercises, uh, reading, and then also improv. And I knew that improv was going to be a part of it. So I literally learned a solo in every single key just wow. so I don't have to do it because I'm like right. I don't know how to improvise I don't know how to improvise so I'm just gonna learn like a blues solo right. in every single key and th that worked because I got into Berkeley right. so right. uh but then when that's, I that's impressive though classes, I mean that's just impressive <laughs> the improv you. part of it you know what I mean the fact that you memorize all those <laughs> solos in, the, in different keys like man that's even if they even if they knew if I was on the board even if I knew that you did it I'm like that's just as impressive to me <laughs> <laughs> well I hope so. I was just so nervous I really wanted to get into Berkeley so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna do it in every single key and right. I'm like obviously you know like when I actually started taking classes like I've learned how to improvise more like I'm still that's probably like my weakest uh like part of like as a musician right but uh, you know, like it was a lot of like, I feel like as a classical musician, a lot of times you put your mind in a box and you're like, this is what I'm supposed to play exactly this way with the exact dynamics that the composer composer like wrote out and like all of that. But when, you know, you're playing contemporary music, you know, you're just kind of like your way, your way freer, right. <laughs> you have more freedom. Right. And 
that was definitely like a challenge, like being able to let go of everything that you've been like, you know, learning and studying for like se seven, eight years before I got into Berkeley. So okay. uh, that was definitely a, a challenge, but, yeah. Yeah. but you know, we made it. <laughs> yeah, now you, you made it, you're doing, you're doing really well. Like I, like I said, I love your songs. Listen to like three or four of them. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is, this is really good. This is really good. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So how has that transition like uh, changed your music writing, you know, going from a more of a structured classical uh, background to like a jazz contemporary where you just like, is that also outside the musically, does it also apply to like songwriting as well? Yeah, for sure. I feel like um, the way I write for myself, uh, usually I start with like a lyrical idea or like with a title or something. And then, you know, like I can have either just a title or like a verse or a chorus or like literally the whole song, song like written down. Uh, and then I start like coming up with the melody, the harmony, like for the, the lyrics that I wrote or for the idea that I have. And uh, if my lyrics are always kind of like uh, my real like personal life based, my music, like, I feel like it was varying, you know, depending on like what I was doing at the time. So obviously when I was in Ukraine, like it had like a very specific kind of like same chord progressions, you know, like same tempos, like or genres, groups, whatever. And then when I started doing, you know, more jazz, like my music also switched. And then I would say for the past, maybe like three, four years, it's been mostly like very like poppy it's like you know commercial pop indie pop like punk pop whatever right. uh but when I just got into Berkeley for the first two years I feel like there was a lot of like Berkeley influence on my like harmonies and melodies and all of that so for sure it yeah things like that definitely like influenced me okay okay a, a lot yeah 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 you got out of Berkeley what a year ago two years ago so around there uh, I graduated Berkeley last spring, so May 2020. May 2020. So you, you're pretty fresh out of Berkeley. Mm -hmm. You went straight from Berkeley straight to LA. You didn't waste any time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what made you decide to, because Boston has a, you know, you know more about me, but from what from my understanding, it has a pretty, it's nothing like LA and New York, right? Or Atlanta, but yeah, um, mm -hmm. Boston has a pretty solid music scene too. What made you decide, okay, let me make that move from, from Boston to LA and why LA instead of, you know, one of the other music hubs? Uh, that's a good question. I actually, so I really, really wanted to move to New York first. Like New York is my favorite place. I love New York so much. It's I'm such an East Coast person too. I'm like, get out of the way, you know, like, you know, <laughs> like wake up at 7 a.m. Like get my Dunkin', you know, like all right. and that was that that was so me. But um Boston definitely has a great performance music scene. It doesn't have a big community of like songwriters or uh, you know, it doesn't have a lot of like um, writing camps happening and there's not a lot of like music labels or publishing companies or sync companies like most of these big companies are in Los Angeles, New York, Nashville, okay. maybe like Atlanta mm -hmm. and uh, probably that's it okay. but um, I've probably like I've performed at maybe like over 30 like venues in Boston so I kind of felt like I've performed everywhere I could like after that, you can only go like really big. Like you can like play like a venue that's like 500 people, right. you know? And I was like, I'm not gonna get 500 people to come out to my show. I can get like the max of like a hundred at a house show, like, uh -huh. you know? Um, so 
uh, after that, I was like, and I really wanted to do songwriting. I really, really wanted to do like songwriting and, you know, get into like the actual industry and be, you know, like be in the industry and meeting all these like people that I've read about and that like whose music I've listened to. And uh, I really wanted to move to New York at first, but since I do pop, most of my professors were like, if you want to do pop and you want to be a songwriter, you should move to LA. This is where what you want to do is going to be. Right. Like, because uh, New York is more, there's a lot of jazz, there's a lot of musical theater, there's a lot of hip hop, and there's a lot of like rap, but uh, pop, there's still some pop, but there's like way more, uh, you know, like pop musicians in LA than in New right. York right now. In New York, you kind of have to know people and or like be an established musician and then people will come to you if you live in New York but if you want to like meet everyone you should go to LA so I took their advice and two of my best friends who I did a road trip from Boston to LA also were moving to LA so I was like you know might as well just stick together and do it yeah. together and so that 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 was why I moved to LA. Now it makes sense it makes sense but especially like too with it, it kind of eases that move when you have you know two of your best friends with you so y'all can like kind of live that Y'all can do that journey together, you know, instead of you just being out there solo. So that's a good thing, too. Yeah. That's yeah, a good thing, yeah. too. So, that was definitely way easier with them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, how do you, at this point, you moved out to L.A., you know, things are opening up in the city. It's obviously L.A., so it's a huge music city. How do you find artists to work with as a songwriter, artists to work with, other musicians to work with? How, how do you find that network for, almost from scratch? Well, uh, I would say, first of all, the Berkeley community definitely helped with that. So like you still, even if you don't know a lot of people, you still know a couple people. Mm -hmm. And then with these a couple, like with these couple people, you find more people. Right. Uh, I would say my my biggest uh, advice and something that has worked for me ever since I moved here was just staying open to, uh, you know, collaborations with anyone and like, you know, being, you know, like responding to your like DM requests on Instagram, like as simple as that. Like I've had friends that I've made over like, like one of my really good friends who was a photographer literally messaged me on Instagram like last March and was like, hey, just randomly found you through a hashtag, like, do you want to work together? And I look at his page and he has like a hundred followers, like doesn't have a lot of pictures. And I'm like, you could be a scam, but you know what? I'll I'll trust that and then okay. you know ever since he you know like now he has like a really big um, like com he is involved with the photographers community okay. and like he's friends with all my friends and like nice. I was just uh, you, you know even like you hit me up on Instagram I was like yes hell yeah let's do that a lot of like other songwriters or producers hit me up and they're like oh I have this beat you want to sing something over it like so always check your email you know, always like read the comments up under every single, uh, you know, like picture or video that you post, go right. to parties, meet people at the parties and be like, oh, you know, like that's such a common thing. And I feel like in the music world where you're like, we should write sometime. And then you never see that person again, <laughs> but like actually hit them up, like take their phone number or like Instagram and then hit them up and write together. Okay. Like, actually do it don't just say that and right. then uh that is a, a lot of things has happened have happened that way like definitely meeting people at like house parties specifically not like clubs but like house parties where it's like mostly friends or like mostly the entertainment community and you kind of you know that it it's like it, it's people that are involved 
and it's people that know your friends so you kind of can trust them and uh, just yeah just keep on doing things all the time that's what I'm trying to do like I'm nowhere near my goal but I'm like getting there so and that's yeah. what i've been doing yeah nah, that's that's great advice that's i mean that's great advice for like build your network known being being more open because i know a lot of people are just and it, it's a shame because i understand it from a security standpoint it's like i don't want to because there's a lot of scams and stuff like that but you never know you're missing an opportunity at the same time and you yeah so for that, sure that, yeah that makes a lot of sense uh lastly um like i said I, I listen to a lot of your songs i like them a lot what do you got planned for the rest of 2021 uh, it's over almost over at this point and for 2022, you got an LP coming out, EP, what you got going on? So I don't think I'm going to be releasing anything new in 2021 because mm. everyone knows that Christmas is when the music industry kind of dies out. And I'm like, I don't have any Christmas music ready for you guys. So I'm going to wait until 2022. And I have a bunch of music coming out in 2022. I um, have at least four singles with and each one has a music video and a lyric video and like a bunch of stuff and after that it's going to be an EP that I'm producing with my best friend that we're still working on right now but like the four singles are ready to go they will be dropping super excited about them I'm right. just looking for um, the right way to do it but okay. they're definitely they're ready to go and they will be coming out. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Let me know because I'm looking forward to hearing them. You know, judging by the songs I've heard of yours, I'm I'm afraid you. You, got, you got a new fan. You got a new fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, where can they find you? Like Instagram, uh, website, where, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere. I am Lena Cooper. Like on Instagram, it's Lena underscore Cooper. On my, my, I have a website that's lenacooper.com. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, uh, I don't know what else. TikTok, like literally anywhere you want to find me, you can find me. It's the same. It's the same name. Yep. <laughs> good. Sounds good. Uh, once again, everybody, this is an amazing singer songwriter, up and coming singer songwriter uh, out the L.A. area, originally from Ukraine, then Boston, but now living in L.A. Miss um, Lena Cooper. Lena, again, thanks for joining us here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really glad you guys invited me. Thank you so much.